0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Some Seminarians. I'm Eric, and today I'm joined with Joseph, Moses, and off-camera Diego. And today we're going to be talking about the discernment house, what it is exactly, who lives there, and our own personal experiences living in the discernment house before we enter seminary. Um, So, Moses, Joseph, like, what is the discernment house?
1: Well, that's a good question. Um, So the discernment house is a program that we have here in the archdiocese uh, that is sort of a preparatory stage uh, for a seminary life, but it's more of a uh, program that we have for for young men who are discerning their vocation in life, um, discerning whether they're called to the priesthood, to religious life, um, and guys who are just open to that possibility. Um, yeah, I don't know. If-
2: yeah, no, absolutely. It's a good opportunity for, like you said, Joseph, for young men who are discerning a vocation um, to the priesthood or religious life. An opportunity here um, at, in the Archdiocese of San Antonio on campus at Assumption Seminary uh, that allows young men to continue to work. I think that's really important. They can continue to work or go to school um, while they live on campus and get to experience a little bit of seminary life with other young men who are also discerning as well so i know each one of us has our own personal experiences in in that i was in the discernment house uh i forget in 2020 and Mm -hmm. so there were just a few of us there were three of us to start Um, one of the one of the young men um discerned that his calling to the priesthood wasn't um, what the lord was calling him to or at least at this time so he ended up discerning out of the 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 house but the the rest of us me and um nicholas we both entered seminary ultimately so for me, it was a really good opportunity to, to experience what seminary life was like. Um, and then that routine of prayer as well, because we had uh, the sacraments, the liturgy of the hours, um, some formation talks with the vocations director, which was very, very beneficial to me um, in my discernment process. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. so why do we have the
1: discernment house? Like, what's, uh, Why can't we just go straight into seminary?
0: I think it's one, it's very important have the discernment house especially for those that are a bit uncertain about whether they actually want to enter the seminary mm-hmm. it's not sort of jumping in headfirst into seminary it's that like you said preparatory stage You're kind of getting your feet wet testing the waters all yeah. that um it's not as intense as entering right out of the gate in seminary and yeah, like
1: what Moses said, you can still work and mm-hmm. go to school if you need to. Yeah. Kind of live a normal normal life like during the day, but like morning and evenings mm-hmm. uh, you'll be in that community life. Mm-hmm.
0: Um Yeah, it's like a one foot in, one foot out situation. Yeah. And I know I appreciated that when I was in the discernment house.
3: Yeah, if I can just butt in here. Um in in my own personal experience, um, when I came into the seminary, there wasn't a discernment house. Um the first semester was actually Um, when they were trying to figure it out and i think for me uh coming straight in and then seeing guys into the discernment house um i was like wow like that would have been cool to experience like yes uh, it was good for me to join when i joined um, but at the same time there was a lot of like um uneasiness of like coming straight into the sermon house like y'all are saying Um, for me i came from i was working uh, after high school and i was going to school um and then i mean you can only learn so much uh of the experience of being in the seminary from like visits and things like that but i think actually living on campus um really gave um i think from seeing you guys enter into the seminary now this um like understanding of how things work and kind of a better flow hum- coming in instead of just being like thrown into the deep end um so i think a little bit of me wishes like oh man yeah, maybe that would have been nice to have that step in before i joined
1: yeah i um it's also part of what Pope Francis kind of uh, give the initiative for, for like the universal church, um, what is called like the Propadeutic stage, which is Mm -hmm. like a fancy term, meaning like a sort of a preparation um, before seminary. Uh, And that's what this is really. It's a a preparatory program for guys to become familiar um, with the sort of lifestyle that that they might be um, going into. Um, more of a scheduled intense prayer life, um, community life especially right. um, is a big, big part of it. Um, and then just that kind of that more of a formation um, mm-hmm. of, of, the, of the person.
2: Right. Yeah, I think it's um, oftentimes we get the question about uh, how did you discern into seminary, right? And so part of the, the, the vocations office here in the Archdiocese of San Antonio, one of the programs, like we said, is the Discernment House. Um, they have the Life Awareness Retreat, they have Come and See events, and they have uh, many programs for that are tailored toward guys at different stages of their discernment. So certainly, we all, I'm sure, experience the Come and See Weekend Retreat or the Life Awareness Retreat. But as we continue to journey with the vocations director um, and in our own prayer life discerning that, no, I think I'm, I'm called, I feel called more and more to enter into seminary. After we've had those experiences of the retreats, then the discernment house is the next natural step in our progression of discerning seminary which i just want to like any young men who are out there considering seminary recognize that you don't turn off one life and turn on a seminary life and become a seminarian overnight it's a very gradual and prayerful experience um journeying with a vocations director uh, a spiritual director as well um, and other young men who are considering seminary life as well and so the invitation to come to the discernment house, I think is a really powerful experience. We might all agree with that. And I know for me, I didn't want to do the discernment house. Oh, same here. (laughs) Yeah. it, It wasn't something I was interested in, but the wisdom of the church, the wisdom of the, um, of discernment is know that there it's, it's a lengthy process. It can be of, of just really, really listening to the spirit and allowing yourselves those opportunities to grow um, and it's a good segue, like we said already, into seminary life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, Eric, what were kind of like your experiences in the discernment house that maybe helped you to recognize that seminary was really um, in your future?
0: Yeah. Uh, so one of the things I really appreciated uh, that was part of the discernment house and the formation involved with it was the time of prayer. Mm. Um, I mean, before I was praying as well, sure. but having the intentional times of prayer together, liturgy of the hours, mass together, adoration, um, having that those times of prayer allowed me to more focus on, is this what God is calling me to? And any questions I had in my mind about the process, about whether or not I was being called to enter into seminary, those were the times where I could properly focus Mm -hmm. on that and open myself to listening to God on whether or not this was for me.
2: Right. And at that time that you were in the discernment house, you were also working, right? How did you, how did you find that balance between like working and then also this life of uh, prayer with community?
0: It was certainly interesting. Um, because some of those times of prayer were, that were intentional to be in community. Um, I was not at some of them because of the job that I had at the time. So I had to make sure that I was keeping on top of things, keep holding myself accountable. Sure, yeah. So I'd be up at maybe six in the morning doing an hour of adoration before anybody else was up in order to still have that time of prayer mm-hmm. and still be on time to work. Right. Um, So that was one of the more challenging things, but... I mean it was well worth it
2: right Mm. the unique thing about I think for my own personal experience in the discernment house right was that um, we had one individual who was international and he Mm -hmm. came to discern with the archdiocese and this was a really good opportunity for him to do that certainly without yet committing full-time to seminary life but um, coming to learn about the archdiocese of San Antonio and is this where the Lord's calling him to Mm -hmm. serve as a a priest another young man um, that was in the discernment house as well had uh, just graduated college, right? Mm -hmm. And then for me, I I had graduated college a long time ago, and I was in the midst of my career, uh, eight, nine years into my career. And so it was a unique experience for me to, someone said it earlier, one foot in and one foot out, this experience of like, maintaining my professional life and career all the while living on campus. Um, and let's make that clear, right? We, you live on campus here at Assumption Seminary in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. And so you, you experience, as we said already, the, the communal experience of, uh, of other brothers discerning the, the community life of prayer. But at the same time, you're able to, to work um, and maintain your, your career or your studies if you're a student, right? So I know we said this already, we didn't really want to do the discernment house. Um, and so many young men out there may feel the same way. Like, this is not something that I I want to do. It makes me nervous or anxious. Maybe I feel like that means I'm going to seminary and mm-hmm. I'm not ready for that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, Eric, yeah, did,
0: what do you, Well, one, they don't make you sign a contract saying you're going to enter. Right. Um, but I think also, well, I mean, we saw it during our time in the discernment house because we were in the discernment house together. Yeah. People left. Mm-hmm. There yeah. was mm-hmm. there was one guy. Um, okay, we started
1: out with I think like twelve guys. Yeah. In there, and like after the first few weeks, one guy discerned out he he discerned like God was calling him to a different path, not to the seminary. Mm-hmm. And, and and everyone was very open and um, encouraging of that. Yeah. There there was not an atmosphere of like oh Manuel you wasted your time or like you're you're leaving us or abandoning mm-hmm. God's calling. No, it was just very like good for you that's 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 the purpose of this place is to Mm -hmm. discern your vocation um give it a chance Mm -hmm. um and like you said it's not you're not actually signing up for anything it's 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 very just you're there to hear god hear what god is calling you to do and if he's calling you to do something else to go in a different direction then um the process has worked yeah because that's what it's there for
2: right and so uh this the the discernment house program is generally about a semester long mm-hmm. right so you're on campus for a, a, a semester the a spring semester fall semester um with other with other guys who are discerning and going through the program together and ultimately in that process of discernment you would discern with the archdiocese the vocations director whether the next um, natural step in your discernment is an application to seminary or maybe the time is not right for the individual in question, right? That maybe there's an opportunity for them to go work more, to grow in some personal skills, um, an opportunity to go continue an education or finish their degree if that's what they're, they're, the path that they're on. And so, like you said, you're not signing a contract. And it doesn't, by entering the discernment house doesn't mean you're entering seminary. It's just, like we said already, a more intentional time and opportunity and space, mm-hmm. really, to discern well. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and then I think one of the big um, upsides of it is like just your own spiritual formation. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like you've already mentioned, just the the prayer life just mm-hmm. does so much for you, um, and it's it's a really beautiful thing. And that's like one of one of the things that I like most about it was just like the amount of prayer that <laughs> we are able to do together. Mm-hmm. Um, just how just how that I guess changed my life, and it's still really um kind of formed me in a way to even now like in seminary I'm right. like really thankful that I was able to go through that uh, I guess transition process
3: I was wondering um for me uh coming into the seminary and I wonder if the it might be the same for y'all into the discernment house uh, one of the things I really enjoyed is having um like a spiritual guide um in the case of the discernment house the vocation director um so for me coming into the seminary we have a spiritual director and a formation advisor Um, and there's people also like in the community, I know we talked about this, um, like how important it is to have an environment that allows you to discern. Um, so I, I just like to ask y'all, um, how was that transition being made? Like, did you have a spiritual director beforehand, before you came in? Um, and then if you did or didn't, like, how was that like coming into discernment house and how was that uh, relationship with them, uh, helpful for you to continue discerning, uh, your, what is God calling you to do?
2: Yeah, for me, one of the great gifts, and I want people listening to really understand this, that um, you don't discern by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't just knock on the door of the seminary and say, hey, I'm, I'm moving in because I think I'm supposed to be a priest, right? <laughs> like. The vocations office is the resource from the Archdiocese of San Antonio (laughs) from the local church to help young men men to discern the priesthood. And so as I began my dialogues with the vocations director, um, discerning alongside the diocese, um, he recommended and um, advised me in finding a spiritual director even before I stepped foot on the discernment house. Right. And this was somewhat early in our dialogues with him. And so he helped me to find a priest locally who would help um, as my spiritual director as I was very intentionally discerning this uh, path and journey. And so Diego, to answer your question there, like it wasn't that I personally showed up at the discernment house and then suddenly got a, a spiritual director. Uh, the vocations office, the vocations director are very intentional with the young men that are um, considering this and and they're constantly working with each one individually and uniquely, and in my case, um, the vocations director helped me to find a, a spiritual director well before I entered the discernment house, um, and then that that um, that relationship continued through the discernment house because this priest knew my journey um, and where I was, and he helped me to come to the the discernment house, and then also helped me to process my experience at the discernment house mm. as well. And so, um, certainly, those resources of a spiritual director and vocations director are available to us at the discernment house. I just wanted to make clear in my own personal experience that um the resources provided by the vocations office go beyond just that um mm-hmm. but i uh, what, what was y'all's experience uh, with that
0: well actually i had a spiritual director before i even started considering mm-hmm. entering the vocation o- uh, the vocation office the, the, sermon, the sermon house, house. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um and that was definitely very helpful because as you said we don't discern alone right. um it's very much a multifaceted discernment mm-hmm. process and it was through that spiritual direction where I started being uh, started pointing out like hey it looks like you might be going in this direction right. why don't you talk to the vocation director why don't you do this um, so that was definitely very helpful mm-hmm. and I mean as you said the vocation office has resources for us for any person really that would be looking into a vocation, um, Joseph. I'm not sure what.
1: Well, I mean, I guess just to just to say, like, if, if there are people who don't really have a spiritual mm-hmm. director, um, in our experiences, um, yeah. they actually they actually gave us one mm-hmm. as we were there, and I know some people are already had one before and they like mm-hmm. kept one, um, the one that they had um, as well, um, but they provided us with uh, with our they own did. spiritual director that. Um, to walk with us and guide us in that that semester that we were there um, to, and just helping us um, on our journey. So um, even if you don't have one before, right. if you've never had one, um, they'll, they'll provide you for right. one. I think another important thing, some other things that might uh, ease people's concerns or worries is like uh, money or finances. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people might be worried like, oh, I don't know if, I'll be able to pay for this. Or how much does this cost? Mm-hmm. Um, no worries. It's, it's all free. <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> um, room, board, housing is all free. Um, mm-hmm. Praise be to God. Um, you live here um, on campus. Um, everything's paid for. You have meals here. You can go to the cafeteria and get mm-hmm. breakfast, lunch, and dinner um, if needed. So that, I know for me, that was like a big um, relief. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I didn't have to worry about, you know, after college, and right. student loans and everything. Like, yeah. um, I was like, I don't want to pay even more after mm-hmm. all that. So um, for me, it was, it was really nice to just be here and not have to have that, um, I guess, affecting or influencing sure. my decision at all. So uh, I know that yeah. if, if there's anyone out there, that that's a concern. Um, just just so you know, that's, that's the situation.
0: And that's really to our benefit as well, because yeah. without having these worries, we can more properly discern what it is that God's calling us to in life. Right. I think one of the other aspects of the discernment house, we've touched upon a couple that's really important is the community life. Um, As I said earlier, it's kind of like the discernment house is like dipping your toes into what it could be in seminary. Community life is very much something that is a part of seminary Mm -hmm. and having an intentional community of guys like properly thoroughly discerning whether or not they're called, is something that is a good first step into entering um i know we we had a great time with the group that we were with yeah we had a really nice Mm -hmm. group
2: of guys um i'm not sure how it was with your smaller group (laughs) it was it was good it was a lot of opportunity for contemplation (laughs) 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 it was nice and quiet it was nice and quiet a really good experience so if anyone is interested in considering the discernment house please certainly reach out to the vocations office, our vocations director. You can find us online at archsa.org vocations. But of course, also look for us on any other social media platforms, mm-hmm. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, um, and keep following us on Spotify and our, and our podcasts, uh, Some Seminarians. Part of the discernment process is, as we said already, journeying with others. And a good thing you can do is come to learn more about other seminarians who are, um, here in the Archdiocese of San Antonio, and a good way to do that is through our social media platforms, our YouTube and Spotify especially. Um, and then send an email, reach out to the vocations office, take that leap of faith, trust that this is a good opportunity to discern well. And I think that's the biggest thing that the Discernment House offers for us is to discern well with others and not in isolation and alone. And so uh we'll be praying for all of those discerning please also pray for us those in the discernment house and those um as seminarians for the archdiocese of san antonio um your prayers sustain us for sure and know that um we're praying for you as well so thank you so much for tuning in and we'll catch you next time god bless bye